What's up, Buds? BJ, Will, and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. Oh, and I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah. I still like that intro. Yeah. I know. It's been a while. We've been using it for a long time. We have. I still like it. Great. And this week we watched wrestling. We did. Um, that's good. I think I already said that. Not all of it, because I watched SmackDown. Yeah. I watched, I only watched Dynamite, and I watched a match from King of the Ring 94 Dang. last night. BJ Top 6 Questions of the Week. I don't remember the first King of the Ring pay-per-view. Was it 92 or 93? I think it was 3. And I watched 94. Uh, what was the best match this week? Oh, uh, Bandito and Brian Danielson. Dan, yeah. Dan yeah. For like, sure. Easily. Such a good fucking match. Hands down. God. I, it made me want the Zack Sabre Jr. match even more. <laughs> just because, like, those two the tear ground down. wrestling that they were doing. And I love a good ground wrestling match. Yeah, and those two guys just tore the fucking house down, too. Oh, I loved it. Great times. Uh, best promo package or segment this week? Um... Everything Roman Reigns. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Paul Heyman. Yeah. But uh, actually Heyman this week. He was yeah. the one that had the line, so. I liked. I read a thing on Reddit. Wouldn't we rather have Sammy on the inside pissing out than on the outside pissing in the castle? Right. I think that was a. Someone said that was a Lyndon B. Johnson quote, too. Um, nice. And then he called him Shmooley. Yeah. Which is actually the Hebrew version of Samuel. Oh. And Sam to me is short for right. Sam. <laughs> right. That's me. And that's right. I thought that was a really nice little touch there, too. That's why I called him Shmuley, So. What should the buds avoid this week? Uh, the new Lacey Evans promo. Oh, I'm glad I didn't watch that. Or video package. I'm glad I didn't watch that. She's now female Sergeant Slaughter. She's okay. even. Basically, it was like. It felt like a four-minute video package. It was probably like, you know, 30 to 45 seconds, but it felt like it was four fucking minutes long. And I swear all she talked about was the camel clutch. Better than her talking about her camel toe the whole time. It is not good, dude. What do you think um, the butt should avoid this week? That, just based on my I was going to say, yeah, that <laughs> sounds fucking ridiculous. Um, I mean, Dynamite was all really good this week. SmackDown was just meh. Like, they have a tournament for the Tag Team Championship, and they had all first-round matches on SmackDown this week. Uh -huh. But, like, one of the teams was, like, Umberto Carrillo and Angel Garza. Where the fuck have they been? Who the fuck are those guys? I completely forgot they existed. Um, yeah. It I'm was also going to say, so... And the Bray Wyatt shit was pretty dumb, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I'm also going to say, so the match I watched last night. Um, from the King of the Ring? From the King of the Ring. So this is the King of the Ring on Heartwinds. Yay! But God, it felt like they were pushing for one, two, three kid to win it. Oh. For a little bit. Okay. Because he faced... Well, he's one of the best in-ring workers they had at the time, dude. Yeah, who did he face? Of course they were pushing him. Um, oh, that, I was right. He, was, he took on Jeff Jarrett, all right, in the quarterfinals. That's what I watched. And they did the injury angle. Like, he gets the roll-up. He, he got beat down. He's hurt. Like, 
And I get why they did it, because he loses to Owen Hart in the next round. They're burying him. Who goes to win. No, that's not. They were trying to make it so Owen only beat him because he's injured. But God, the story of Xbox getting hurt and going to the top. No. Again, Owen winning was the right call, but I think that story should have been different. The Jeff Jarrett story should have been different based on right. them having Owen winning. This one's easy. What are you most excited for next week? Obviously, the Royal Rumble. Well, yeah. It's the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble. Um, I'm also interested in the I'm Darby. most excited for Vince McMahon to be number 30. <coughs> no chance, because that's what you I got. So. Um, yeah. And then I'm also excited. I'm just weirdly excited for this uh, Darby Allen-Buddy Matthews match for the TNT title. Yeah. Just because this reign of Darby's, I think, has been fantastic. The matches that they've been giving us have been excellent. And we haven't seen Buddy Matthews do what he can do in AEW and I'm hoping I agree like I'm I've been happy with it sucks they had to bury fucking Wardlow to get here but it does um but like super fucking bury Wardlow yeah like he takes the pipe to the knee he loses the fucking match Mm -hmm. after shenanigans to Joe like Mm -hmm. and then Darby just comes along the next week and wins clean like it's nothing I think it was two weeks um (laughs) yeah but the match is Darby. Yeah, Darby. This is the most interested I've been in Darby. <coughs> since his first round. over, yeah. Yep. I was going to say, since, since he first started with Sting. Like, Weekly MVP this week? Um, You know what? I'm going to give it to Brian Danielson just because kind of the same reason as Darby, this whole MJF, you know, earning his number one contendership and the matches that he's been doing. And again, he just topped himself again this week. And it just makes me, like, no doubt he's the best wrestler in the world. Yeah, it was one of my favorite Daniel Bryan matches ever, and I've watched a ton of Daniel Bryan yeah. matches. So I'm and with like, you on that one, too. i got to give it to him. Yeah. I mean, he's just out Honorable there. mention of Paul Heyman this week. Yeah, Paul Heyman was really good. Um, I also liked the... Um, well, dishonorable mention to her shirt for Renee, but the rest... The interviews and stuff. That shirt she had on this week was, I don't know. I already don't remember, so. Oh, it was that big, like, flowery, bright-looking bullshit thing. Um, You were the first one to comment on it. Like, like, what is that shirt? Um, (coughs) Yeah, but I forgot it already, so it didn't make that much of a lasting impression. But, no, her... I I missed her interview style, and I like having her back. Um, And, like, her stuff with Hangman after after the camera turned off yeah that they thought it was a little too scripted but it, it was, was well done I, at least but I, yeah, yeah but i liked it um the hangman's little uh you know tell him you know what never mind, never mind. um because you know he feels bad and he wants to apologize but then he remembered like i'm not supposed to he didn't do that to me that. he didn't you know he fucked me over too we are not wrestling related this week so i was talking actually off air with him with Daryl already, but uh, so I started playing a game last night on Game Pass called Autonauts that I'm really enjoying. But basically, you take over, you get a, light, a bunch of land, and you have to automate it. And so you build robots and teach them and program them to do stuff for you. So, like last night, I built a uh, bunch of stuff, but like. Uh, 
a thing for robots to cut down trees, and they're cutting down trees and getting their own axes and building their own axes. And it's, I don't know, to me it's just really neat. It's like, <coughs> it's like a fun puzzle. Um, and I'm really in it, because I'm only on, there's like eight different levels of stuff to unlock, and i in the middle of level three. Um, See, that's, that kind of stuff I do like, though, knowing that I can get more, like, there's more things <coughs> to come that's going to make it cooler. Like, right. It's one of my favorite things about the Minecraft progression when you start a new game is working up to those enchanted netherite yeah. tools. And right. And you're like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm interested to see, because, like, it's already cool to me, and we're only on level three. Um, I'm just interested to see where it goes, because they also introduced, like, folk as well, which are humans, um, that you can breed and not breed but you basically get a seed and then you gestate the seed and it creates folk and then you feed folk berries so they're not humans or they're you feed folk. folk they're, they're folk different. yeah but they're they look, they look like humans um so far they're only babies but they also progress as you go so like they're I got, they give you something I forget what it's called um another type of something that you get it's how i upgrade uh unlock stuff on my research station it'd be what, cooler what if they were little freakazoids that would be cool but so they do that like they're babies at first and you feed them and they give you these things but then like i built a lean-to and i moved the baby to the lean-to and it grew up to like a toddler size oh and like and so now you got a lean-to so you could like get a goat or something right now they're not the baby's grown the goats up use lean fours remember not lean twos I did forget that actually. Yeah, it was lean four because I don't remember. Why. There was a reason, yeah. Because it wasn't actually leaning; State it was attached to the thing. Yeah, that's so true. So it technically had four points where it was you know, attached, you know, right? You know, either like way, an, like an awning or an overhang, but it's a lean four. It's a lean four. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to think of what my not wrestling related is this week. I didn't do. I read a book. That's yeah. It was good. It was really good. Nice. I mean, I read more than one, but I finished a book last night. Like that's. Which one did you finish? It's called The Alloy of Law. It's okay by Brandon Sanderson, who's like super yeah. nerd, and um, it was the first and so the he just had a book come out in November called The Lost Metal, and it's the last one in the series of four. And I've read the three previous, and I want to reread them before my turn in the library comes up for the new one. So. Nice. I started the first one, and well, I finished it, and we'll read the second one. It's really cool, though, so, like, the, there's, basically, there's, like, three magic systems, and the main characters are called Wax and Wayne, um, and his real name is Waxillium, but, um, so he, yeah. he has one power where, basically, he literally, like, can drink different types, like, they can drink different types of metal, and depending on what kind of magic power you have determines what type of magic or what type of metal you can use so like some people can use gold and it gives you a certain power and you can okay. use iron and it gives you a specific power where you can like push metal mm -hmm. and so he like can drink his iron and then like he can shoot a bullet and then like push the fucking bullet with his power like he doesn't have to make the gesture i just did that for you yeah and then or like what he does a lot is he also has the ability to 
Uh, it's a different magical ability, but instead of consuming the the metal, he can have it make contact with his skin, okay. and then like absorb. Like basically, what he does is he can take his weight and store it in the in the metal mines, is what they're called. Okay. And so it like so when he does that, he loses weight. So he's literally like walking around at like three quarters his normal weight, mm -hmm. and it's storing it in this like fucking bracelet. And then when he wants to, he can take the weight out of the bracelet and attach it to himself to make himself super fucking heavy. So then his partner has the ability to create a bubble that basically inside of the bubble super speeds time up. So that means everything outside of the bubble super fucking slow. Right. So what happens at one point is, so the, the butler is trying to kill them all by setting off a bomb. The dude mm -hmm. sees it, he sets up a speed bubble over the three of them. So mm -hmm. all three of them are in this thing where everything's super fast. They see the explosion happening in slow motion coming towards them in this bubble. Mm -hmm. The other dude then grabs them, uses all the fucking weight in his bracelet to attach it all at once, so they literally fall through the fucking floor, out of the speed bubble, and then the explosion goes off and they survive because they fell through the floor underneath it. That's hilarious. So it's pretty fucking cool shit. That's good. So there you go. That's my not wrestling related. Nice. News and rumors. What do you got for us this week, BJ? Well, the worst of the worst. Uh, yeah. Jay Briscoe, Jamin Pugh, um, passed away this week. Yeah. Fucking horrible. Like, he was just posting a tweet hours earlier that he got a new hat. It was dope. Um, went to... I still haven't heard if it was taking or picking up. I've heard both, so I don't know which. Either but either way, way, it was involving his daughters <coughs> yeah, to and or from cheerleading, cheerleading practice. Um, some lady went left to center, hit him head on, fucking killed him. And her. And her. Um, daughters are fucked up. The one had to have surgery on yeah. her spine or whatever because right. she couldn't move, like but she apparently is starting to yeah. get some movement. But it's still—I mean—that's physical therapy and shit. That's oh, a long yeah. fucking road. Long road. Um, they closed the school for the next day because obviously, you know, it's fucking Shit's horrific. Fucked. Small town Delaware, like. Shit's fucked. Um, yeah, it's not just good. super sad. Wear your seatbelt, folks. Yeah, he was not wearing a seatbelt. The kids were. He wasn't, yeah. at least. Um, but you know, in that, and I hate I hate to say stuff like this, but he could have been flung around and hurt the girls more because you know that yeah, happens know. too. You'll, like you, you know, you um, never know. But and the the lady that hit him uh, was wearing hers and still died. I wasn't sure about her, so I didn't. Yeah, say, they said uh, she, sure was, she was. She not. still died. Um, yeah. And this is purely my speculation. Bet you she was fucking texting. Most likely. Just saying. People are done. Backcountry Road, Delaware. 27-year-old woman. Not paying attention. You know, thinking she's cool. I can check this text message real quick. Nothing's more important than text messages. Mm -hmm. um, again, that's just me being... I hate people that text and try to drive me nuts. Um... What else you got for us? Anyway. Let's move on to some happier well, news. It's not. But I was going to say, I think we've got one more, don't we? I don't know, but I got Ginny's retiring this week. Oh, yeah. Um, kind of sucks. I like Ginny. Like, it happens. People retire. Yeah. Just saying. I liked her. I, I, probably because the whole uh, UK seemed pretty much dead and like, yeah. So, yep. Um... 
more McMahon stuff this week. Uh, you know, he's back. Uh, we have some lawsuits filed. Um, yeah. Which probably won't go anywhere because it's against him, like, coming back, taking over the board and stuff. But the, the stocks went up. So and have stayed up. Yeah, there's no damages. No, so really no one... Yeah. Um, there's also uh, a fucking... He settled on the Rita Chatterton one. Mm-hmm. He settled on Rita Chatterton. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, that was the other for one. For an undisclosed amount. Yeah. Uh, out of court. Jeremy Who Divitt. she was the Good. referee in the 80s that he allegedly yeah. raped. Good call. Yeah, we should probably but, say that. And I hate to see the part that sucks about it is because he settles out of court and there's no actual anything you still should say allegedly, but like, if he settled out of court, he fucking did it. <laughs> well, I mean. But, because said this is just they just wanted to avoid court shit at this pivotal time in the company so So. just paid her off to not have to deal with it in court is what he said yeah and that's believable considering there are rumors they're trying to sell and at least being looked at for a purpose so So. what else we got this week um that uh so which we'll get into this we're gonna do some something after this but Raw 30 is coming up this week XXX and uh, Tatanka said he was invited, um, but he's not going to be there because his son's wrestling team is going to the state championships, and he's going to be with his son instead, which is totally understandable. Like, it's not new. Dude, it's Tatanka. Like, dude, I used to love Tatanka. Still. Right. I mean, my me favorite too. thing, when I went to my first wrestling show, some of the people let me over, and I got to put my hand out and I touched Tatanka's arm as he was like doing his quick run to the ring and shit. Like, I get it, but it's 2023, dude. Like, I still want to see Tatanka. It's one person. I don't care. I'm that person, so I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> like, if it was Bob down the road that wanted to see Tatanka, I wouldn't give a shit, but I'm the one. Bob and this is road. half my podcast, so I'm going to talk about it. Bob down the road. It. So, I don't know Bob down the road. You'll have to introduce him. I don't either. Have to get, <laughs> come are you Bob? Are you Bob? Hey, are you Bob? <laughs> so. Fuck Bob. What else you got? Right? So. All right. So there's a bunch of shit going on with Hulk Hogan. Um, Again? I haven't heard. It seems like Scientology is working very hard to recruit Hulk Hogan. Okay. Um, there's been a lot of stuff. He was seen with uh, Tom Cruise this past week. Um, and the woman he's been dating for a little while is in Scientology. Okay. Um, and there was some other stuff I can't quite remember. But, oh yeah, so they were at the Tampa Bay... Cowboys game, uh, Tom Cruise and Hulk Hogan were there together in a box, in a Scientology box. So obviously. Um, and then, so the what people are kind of speculating is Kirstie Alley was into Scientology, was a Scientologist. Okay. And she lived in that Tampa area and was kind of the celebrity representative. And she passed away a few weeks ago. Gotcha. So the belief is that they're working on getting Hulk Hogan because he lives in the Tampa area to be that new celebrity gotcha. um, recruiter right. in that area. That makes sense. They need to recruit. It really does. Um, 
so hopefully i mean hopefully he doesn't but nothing would surprise me from that guy so right same here like, same here you know people a lot of people try to bring up the jay briscoe racist stuff in the past and blah blah and he's apologized and did that mm. but go try to find a real apology from hulk hogan because you won't and yet you know do calm down you're gonna work yourself into a work mark yeah i'm just saying i listen to that podcast you don't know when a shoot's a work and a work shoot and work to shoot the work yeah well when you say i don't want my daughter sleeping with any N-words, I don't think that's a shoot or a work. Or I mean, to be fair, bullshit. I don't want my daughter sleeping with any words at all. I'd rather her sleep with people because she's a people. What about a letter people? A letter people? Yeah, remember the letter people? I'm, I'm not bigoted against letter people. That's, I mean, okay. people's people. Yeah, just saying. Um, I'm not even going to bring that up. Uh, <laughs> okay. Fine, I will. Uh, apparently, New Day was supposed to host a funeral segment on NXT, and oh. they decided to not because Next of Jay Briscoe's, because yeah. it happened the same day. I can understand why you didn't want to bring that I, up. Yeah, I was just going to, but yeah. But then you said it, so, like, you said something out loud, you got to bring it up. I know. You can't not after that. I know. Uh, Bray Wyatt and JoJo Offerman are apparently getting married this year. I thought they got married during COVID sometime or shortly after. Which was the first comment when I shared that with you yeah. Wednesday. <laughs> I also thought they were married already, but yeah. Or it announced they were getting married already, maybe. Right. One or the other, something. Mm-hmm. But apparently they're... Yeah. They're doing it again. I don't fucking know. Uh... Tanahashi, the stupid sexy one, mm-hmm. has renewed his contract with New Japan. He sure did. So, didn't disclose any of the terms, but that's he's still going to be there. Right. So, that's all that matters. Being stupid and sexy. Right. Actually, that's um, not true. I said that wrong. Being stupid sexy. Yeah. It's one thing, not two. Right. He's not stupid and sexy. He's stupid sexy. Yes. Big difference. Big uh, difference. With his successful defense... Against Jay Lethal uh, for the All Atlantic Championship, Orange Cassidy is now has the most successful t- single singles men title defenses. Nice. So he hit ten. Um, actually, no, it's not even single men's. It includes tag team as well. Okay, that's fair. Uh, so there's a six. There was a six way tie with nine defenses. Moxley had one or had nine with his first AEW championship run. Kenny and Hangman with their tag run. The Young Bucks with their first tag run. Darby with his first TNT. And Ricky Starks with the FTW. Okay. Jade has the overall with uh, 17 for the TBS. Gotcha. Which is cool. Um, Gail Kim. Uh, had an interview and said if Mickey James wanted her to come out of retirement to wrestle, she would do it. And give me that match. Like, it, because I, you know, I mean, I know, so you watch Hard to Kill, Mickey James, it was title versus career. Mm-hmm. Um, she won the title. Right. I, I think, I feel like this is going to be her farewell run. And I can see that. And I've never seen Gail Kim legit, so I would be cool with her coming back and getting to see a match with her. Yeah, you need to, if you haven't watched any of her matches with us. I mean, like, I've seen, like, a couple matches that she's had here and there, but, like... Royal Rumble. Um, I'm thinking... Was, uh, that, was it the Royal Rumble or was it the Battle Royal? No, it was that Battle Royal, remember? 
I don't know if you were watching live then or if it was right before, but when she came out, was in the Battle Royal, just eliminated herself and walked the fuck out of the company? No, I don't remember that, but oh, that I was also was drinking hilarious. a lot back then, too, so... Yeah. Yeah. No, she did that in WWE, like... I, I think I the matches I've seen her in were Impact, where I watched yeah. her at. She was mostly in Impact. She hated it in WWE. Yeah, I think that's where I... Well, no wonder. Yeah, I think that's where I watched her at, so... Yeah. What does she got for us? Uh, Kevin Nash did receive um, the silver play button or whatever for a million subscribers um, on YouTube. And it is in his son's name, mm -hmm. which is really cool. So we did it, buds. Everyone. Or no, they got the 100,000. Sorry, 100, not a million. 100, he also received a wellness visit from the police. Yeah, I wasn't going to bring that one up. Um, yeah. Because he was talking about... He's cool. He says he's alright. Yeah. He... Was being sarcastic mm -hmm. and it was... Right. It was too far. Yeah. I get his humor. It happens. I understood it, but a lot of people didn't. I get it, though. I mean, something to be worried about. Mm -hmm. Dude's kid died. Like... Yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah. Um... Some rock news-ish. Uh... <laughs> I smell it. So they... WWE did drop two new pieces of merch on the official shop. Okay. Brand new merch, couple hoodies, whatever. Which is interesting just because of the rumors him coming back at the Rumble and being at Mania. But then Meltzer's reporting that that he has like finally decided he he would have time for Mania. He doesn't have the time to get in the shape he wants to be in before Mania. Well, I mean, that, yeah. and so. But, again, that's Meltzer. That's Meltzer. Right. Right. Um, I'll, you know, if he doesn't show up at the Rumble, I'll, I think that's where he has to show up. But, yeah. I agree with that. So. Or the Monday or something right after it. Yeah. I guess the Friday. They'd probably put him on SmackDown before they put him on I mean, I guess Raw. it depends if Roman's defending both belts or not. How they go with that. Like, they make it seem like they're separate already, and they're doing the same with the tag team very clearly now. So Yeah. yeah. So. Um, some good news. Sean Spears and Cassie Lee, uh, had their baby this week. Congratulations. So congrats to them. It's pretty dope. Uh, Devon Dudley has, uh, parted ways with WWE. So, kind of the way he put, like, a big thing out, kind of seems like he's heading back to either with uh, Bubba or an Impact or um, with his boys out in the wild. Right. Um, all so, seem viable. Yeah. Maybe a combination of all Could of these. Be, yeah, right. Could take his boys to Impact. Impact. So. Um, you never know. Two more. Okay. Which I guess this isn't really a story because uh, Sean Ross Sapp said WWE's confident that they'll get Naomi back. Oh, okay. And then Naomi's like, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that. <laughs> um, and then... She shut that down fast. Right. <laughs> and then Impact had uh, tapings last night. Okay. And um, had a debut that... Her name's going to be Steph Delandy. But it's the former Persia Perota. Oh, I thought you were going to say the first team. The former, uh, 
I didn't actually know she was gone from WWE, but yeah, fair enough. So, um, well, before we get into Raw 30 XXX, I got a little game. We've played Who Am I before, but we're gonna change it up this week. We're gonna play Who Are We? You gotta guess both people, BJ. So, here's what you get. Are they do they related at all? Well, I get just yeah. You so talk. here's your first three to start you off with. Everything we're gonna talk about is all singles matches. Okay. All WWE. Okay. Um We have fought each other every single year since two thousand nine. Oh snap. Really? Mm-hmm. I got a couple hints. We have fought each other every... And it's all WWE. Yes, at least once a year in the WWE, every single calendar year since 2009. Your first hint is that includes 2023. No shit. They've already wrestled each other this year and have done so once again every year in the WWE since 2009. Wow. I want to say it's Sheamus is one of them. Because him and Dolph Ziggler are about the only two that I can think of that it would have been. Or is the New Day and the Oot now? Because that was last year. They haven't fought this year. So I know I know you wouldn't have guessed this, uh -huh. but I thought a lot of people might think it. So I'm just going to put it out there real quick as the next sentence. It's not Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Yeah. One, they didn't go that far back. Right. Uh, two, they also didn't wrestle each other in 2020 in any shape or form at oh, all. Okay. Actually, they didn't have any involvement in 2020 at all with each other. Yeah. They didn't have a match. They didn't have a tag team match where they were on the same team against each other. But for the record, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have faced each other in all of wrestling 80 times. Nice. And Kevin Owens currently holds uh, the win there of 40. And Sami Zayn has 35 wins and 5 draws. Huh. But these wrestlers, BJ, that we're actually looking for have wrestled each other 74 times in the WWE. All, all this data comes from WrestlingData.com. Sorry, okay. WrestlingData.com. Yeah. And if you've never been to that website, I highly recommend you check it the fuck out. If you like data and wrestling, it is fucking dope. Is that different than Pro Wrestling Database? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, I've never... I usually go to the database. Um, is Seamus right or wrong? Seamus is wrong. Okay. But the other wrestler you said was right. Dolph Ziggler? Yes. Okay. See, so since we've got I was gonna say, those one, are the two that would stick out to me that that would Dolph be. Ziggler holds the win of these two wrestlers. Okay, 57. The other wrestler has 17 wins and zero, and that's only in singles matches. Is it the Miz, yes, it is the Miz. Dolph Ziggler and the Miz 57, okay. 17, and 0, 74 times. Nice. And yeah, they've wrestled every single year against each other in a singles match at least once since 2009. Nice. Which is nuts. Does that include live events or is that... Yeah, that's like everything, everything, okay. everything. Yeah. Um, Although I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that's been on TV and or pay-per-view. I'm pretty sure that... Okay. I, I, I think so. Because um, I didn't, time. I wasn't looking at like yeah. every single fucking... Right. This wrestling data thing is dope, dude. Nice. I went in and looked at the list of stables 
slash tag teams of all times. I don't know how they rate it, but by their ratings, I'm going to look into it more. But by their ratings, the best of all time is the Hart Foundation, and then number two is the Legion of Doom. And I'm <coughs> like, yeah, that seems legit to me. So, mm -hmm. Raw 30 is coming up, BJ. Are you checking it out now? Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. You can, like, look at... Like, you can pick multiple wrestlers and see their matches against each other, with each other, tag-teaming, opponents, managers, announcers. Like, it's just got so much shit. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fucking dope. And I'll be using that for a lot of trivia stuff moving forward, as I'm sure you can imagine now. On this day in 1996, Goldust won the WWF Intercontinental title. That's dope. And in 2001, Jericho won the title. On the same day, the WCW Hardcore title was uh, defunct. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, BJ, what's us about after all, it's been going for 30 fucking years. Yeah. And we've been watching for a lot of those 30 years. Last, last Sunday, I think, was the tech actual day. I think it's January 12th. Well, I watched the very first January episode 12th. of Raw Live. Yep. I watched pretty much every single Raw Live that was live up until 2001. Yep. To WrestleMania. That's when I kind of fell out was after Mania. Yeah. And uh, what I got back in in 2013... Yeah, because I moved in in the end of 2012. And so I've been in me. for most of it. And I think I had you hooked by Mania that year. So. Yeah, I've been, I've been around it since, uh, Yeah. for most of the 30 years. Yeah, and I dropped out. I only dropped out for like five years. I was going from like 2001 to 2006 because we both dropped out like the same night. Well, we're going to run through our um, questions first here for, for the 30 years of Raw. So let's be the best match in 30 years of Monday Night Raw. So that's that fucking hard. So I have two. Um, one is, and the, I have a hard time picking between the two, so actual match, Jeff Hardy, Undertaker, uh, ladder match. Okay. The famous, you know, climb that ladder, make yourself famous kid. Oh, okay, from yeah. JR, that match, um, is definitely one of my tops. It's such a good match. And, um, and then the second is, uh... Or the other one, I guess I should say, would be the John Cena, uh, uh, Shawn Michaels hour-long fucking match that they did back in the late 2000s. That match was so fantastic. Yeah. And the cool thing, and I probably talk, I think I've talked about this here before, but the cool thing was like Impact, like a week before, did like a 45-minute match, and just you know it was excellent. I can't even remember who was in that one. Um, but then Raw's like, or WWE's like, fuck you, we're gonna one-up you. And they did an hour match with two of the biggest stars ever. Right. And Sean um, and John. Yeah. Sean so, and John. Um, those are two of my favorite, like, matches from, from that. I always think, like, there was a fucking... Shawn Michaels Marty Jannetty match from like '93 that mm -hmm. always like sticks out. Yeah. Um. I remember that one. That one's good. Like I think like one two three kid beating Razor yeah. Ramon with a backflip. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was one of my favorite. I loved the one two three kid during that time. Right. Like. Yeah. I'm looking through a list here, and a lot of these, like, don't stick out just by looking at them. Yeah. Oh, the fucking Rock Mankind ladder match. 
Mm-hmm. That was fun. I was gonna say Dude, the Night Mankind won the world title. That was on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Wasn't that fucking uh, Mick Foley Terry Funk Falls Count Anywhere match? Wasn't that a Monday Night Raw match from back in the day? I think I don't fucking know, but I I think that one was. Best promo package segments. There are too fucking many. So many. Everything many. Stone Cold Steve Austin did a Stone Cold. So Pretty much cold. everything The Rock did from Nation of Domination on. Right. Um. My you know my favorite though, my absolute favorite. Okay. Yeah. First episode of Monday Night Raw, mm -hmm. Bobby Heenan yes. not being able to get into the fucking that building. That was so good. Yeah, that all was episode long it goes on. Uh -huh. It's so good. Um, my favorites are from the beginning too. I loved uh, when Undertaker was making the casket for the yeah. casket match. Yeah. All those, and he had to make for Yokozuna, and they're making this gigantic fucking yep. casket. Um, I loved those back in the day. Um, Jeff Jarrett's promos went before he showed up. His mm -hmm. going around Nashville trying to prove he's a country star, but like nobody paid attention to him. Right. It was so great. Uh, Those were great. Jericho's debut against The Rock with the countdown. Oh, with the countdown, yeah. And all that. Yep. Um, that was fantastic. That was good. Uh, Paul Heyman over the years, just in general, did a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> the evolution of Vince McMahon. Right, yeah. From from Vince to Mr. McMahon and uh, Kurt Angle. Just a lot of his stuff. You got the milk promo. You got him singing in the back with the fucking ukulele and the tiny cowboy hat. Um, Plus, like, think about when all he the fucking... Out the milk truck. Think after. about all the, like, Different announcers and announced teams that we've had. Yeah. JR and the King, Jesse and and Vin. Vince. Yeah. Bobby, Bobby and Gorilla. Right. Macho Man and like everybody. Yeah. You know, all the way to fucking Michael Cole and Pat McAfee. Well, no, they're smacked him, but that's who we might get in the rumble. Actually, even like NXT, like as I found out watching so much of the old takeovers and stuff, fucking Rich Bikini and Corey Graves were yeah. excellent together yeah. through a lot of those old NXTs. Corey Graves was way better on NXT. It's because he, I don't know, he thinks he's cool now. Yeah. And he, I don't know, um, makes him not cool. And actually, I still like Rich Bikini. He still announces MLW. I still think he does a fantastic job. Nice. I always thought he was great in NXT. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know he was still in MLW. Yeah, he does MLW. I don't remember the other guy's name. I don't care for him as much. Joe Dabransky, I think his name is. I don't know him outside of MLW like I know Rich, but... Yeah. Actually, Rich is the reason I gave MLW a try. He does... Um, He's one of the co-hosts on Raven's podcast now. Oh, okay. And... um. And he keeps mentioning he does it. And I'm like, you know, I liked him so much in NXT. I'm going to give MLW a try. Right. And it's when Fought 2 was still the champion. Nice. So. Nice. Um, what should the Buds avoid from 30 years of Raw? Uh, I mean, there's a lot Most of Most of the women's shit from the sense. 90s. Yeah, the women's stuff, that's hard to go Late through. 90s, early 2000s, up until the PG era. Like, a yeah. lot of that stuff's garbage. garbage. Actually, then a lot of the women's matches after that, before the revolution, their 30-second matches and yeah. shit are garbage. Right, yeah, you got like eight women in a match, and they get, yeah, 30 seconds, and it's over. Um, there's a lot of bad There is a lot stuff. of bad, like, I mean, you think Especially about... Especially, like, the early 90s with, like, guys like Duke the Dumpster Drossy and the Goon. And yeah. 
Oh, I was thinking gimmick. what was the like some of the worst the New Days This Is Your Life segment yeah from the Baileys This Is Your Life <laughs> segment uh, no it was the New Day Time Machine thing yeah that's what it was in the Bailey This Is Your Life This Is Your Life um, with Alexa yeah those were really Pretty bad, bad recently yeah again all the older stuff I mean you got uh, what was the wasn't it Satanka's fucking wind streak that went on forever that just kind of unceremoniously lost on Raw. Same with Asuka. Asuka losing to Charlotte on a random Raw, breaking like a fucking thousand match fucking wind streak and shit uh, three weeks before. That was a... It was like three weeks. No, I thought it was on Raw like three weeks before fucking Mania. I thought it was at Mania. Either way. No, I'm pretty sure they fucked up. Like, yeah. I don't remember. I was drunk. Uh, no, that was SmackDown. I was going to say Baron Corbin fucking losing with the end. Or was that Raw? When he lost. Um, I think that was Someone Smackdown, kicked out of the end of days or whatever. Day the first time. It, yeah, I think it was SmackDown. But yeah. what are you most excited for next week? For the next 30 years overall. What are you excited for for the next 30 years? Uh, Actually, I think the better question, do you think there is a Raw in 30 years? I do. I kind of do. I don't see, I don't see it ever like truly going away. I don't know. It man. may not be on broadcast TV. It may not be, but I think in some shape or form. If Impact can go this long, right? Impact's been going almost twenty years. Somehow. Like, uh, yeah, I mean WWE can go another thirty when they've already been around seventy. Like. Okay, so I think I think we can maybe do like five here. Huh. MVP. Monday Night Raw. Vince McMahon. Yeah. Vince Stone Cold Steve mm -hmm. Austin. The Rock. The Rock. The John Cena. John Cena. Undertaker. Edge. That's my opinion. I wasn't watching during Edge, so... Edge, Randy Orton, too. And, like, Undertaker... I, I think Undertaker, because he's had the longevity. He's been a Yeah, but a I never watched Raw for the Undertaker. I watched yeah. pay-per-views for the Undertaker. I didn't yeah, watch Raw true. for the that's Undertaker. True. Or and rarely. Raw, I was going to say, even thinking like Raw, or him and Cena both were more SmackDown. Like yeah. Raw, Cena no, you're did, right. It was Cena. You know, Cena moved to Raw and held Raw for a while. Orton, I think, I feel like Orton and Edge were more Raw. Undertaker and Cena were more SmackDown. Um, yeah. So then I'll stick with so Vince and Austin. Yeah. And uh, The Rock. Those yeah. three are the Those obvious three. Are three. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Those are the top. Right. Three I think sure. that's what you gotta. I think. And then Tatanka. Ludwig Borga. <laughs> and. Uh, Heidenreich. There we go. Yesterday I learned, and I didn't, I don't know if I didn't realize this or, uh, whatever. Remember the Jackal? Yes. Did you know that was Don Callis? Mm -hmm. I did not know that. Yep. Or I did and forgot it until You probably yesterday. did and forgot it. But, yeah, mm -hmm. I didn't realize that was him. Um. Alright, BJ, last so 30 years are all not wrestling related. <laughs> Well, I live most of my life. Um, <laughs> it's been a lot. I'm not. I don't like. It's hard to pick one thing from the last thirty years. 
<laughs> Murphy breathing. Breathing. Yeah, that's a good one. Everybody. Heartbeats. Yeah. I like heartbeats. Yeah. Um. Oh, fuck. Anything else? Are we done with this shit show this week? I don't know. Maybe that's it. But no, I'm, I am excited for Raw 30, though. I'm to curious see to see what they do and everything. Um, I've seen a lot of people coming back. Like, Taker's supposed to be there. Hogan's supposed to be there. Uh... So we'll see. So, last things last. Uh-huh. Hit us up, BuzzWW on the Twitter. And yeah. tell your friends, because word of mouth is the only way you can spread the podcast. And, even though we debated on last week which album was better between realistically this and back for the first time, although there's a small argument to be made for chicken and beer, by sales and by charts, word of mouth wins. Yeah. I was just looking at not by much. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I was expecting word of mouth... More Three in the U.S. Okay. One in R&B charts, though. 98 in Germany, 57 in the U.K. Okay. Uh, back for the first time was four in the U.S., so one spot lower. Mm -hmm. Two in the R&Bs, one spot lower. 160 in the U.K., so a lot of spots lower. Yeah. However, Chicken and Beer actually debuted one in the U.S., mm -hmm. one in R&B charts. Chicken and Beer only sold 2.6. Yeah. Word of mouth is 3.6. Back for the first time, mm -hmm. 3.1. Nice. So 3.1 million, three times platinum. Nice. It's pretty fucking good. They call that triple platinum. And then, yeah, uh, Red Light District is at 2 million. Mm -hmm. Release Therapy has sold 1.3. And then Theater of the Mind, Battle of the Sexes, and Ludiversal have yet to sell a full million. Yeah. But albums don't sell That's like they used to anymore. The technically, Theater of the Mind was out in 08 and has not sold a million yet. Yeah. Not his best album. That's Actually, it's saying. probably his worst album, yeah. to be fair. I think really? Battle of the Sexes was better and a good comeback from that one. Yeah. I can't think of a single song on Theater of the Mind off the top of my head. Me either. What Them Girls Like, Wish You Would, Undisputed, Last of a Dying Breed, One More Drink, Nasty Girl. Or the singles. Okay. And until next time, that's BJ <coughs> over there. That's Earl over there. If you listen quietly, you can still hear a call. That's out.
This is the sound check. This is the sound and we are checking it. This is the sound and we are checking it. Let's check. <coughs> Whenever you're ready. <coughs> okay.